Inspiration. Hi, everyone. You are listening to Start Inspired. I am your host, Samantha March. This is my podcast designed to give you a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation, helping you start inspired and stay inspired. Let's jump into today's episode. Well, hello. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Start Inspired. Uh, this week is just a solo episode so far in season three. It has been all about the interviews, which has been such a fun time, but I knew I really wanted to do at least one solo episode of the podcast just to check in, say hello, give little updates on what's been going on. Uh, with my life and as we near the end of 2020. But also, I just wanted to give a little update on the podcast in general too, because uh, initially and all the other uh, seasons of this podcast, I have posted every single Thursday, every single week, even Thanksgiving of last year, I had a new episode go live. And I have been doing every other week for the past few weeks here, past couple months here. So I just wanted to give a little update on all of that. So it's been, I mean, where do we even start? It has been such an interesting time. Uh, I'm recording this officially in December. And it just feels like the most bizarre year, like the most bizarre year, the most bizarre months, just the most bizarre life in general. And, you know, I will be honest that I have not been doing the greatest this year. It's been a little bit challenging to try to stay positive day in and day out when it feels like you don't know what you're going to wake up to, what the news is going to be the next day. Uh, and I mean, I really don't think any of us thought back in the middle of March in 2020 that we would still be living the life that we are in December and into the next coming months. There is still no end in sight. You know, I can remember listening to so many podcasts in March of people saying, okay, you know, it's four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, like we're going to get through this. There's an end in sight. It'll be okay. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. And now it feels like, well, is, I mean, is there, I mean, it just is such, you know, it's just, it's such a, a, a bizarre time, but I really try not to shy away from talking about mental health struggles because I think it's a very normal thing. I think it's something that should be more normalized than it is. And especially this year, uh, I don't think it's shocking at all to have someone say, Hey, I'm struggling. Uh, Hey, I'm struggling with depression with anxiety, with just my mental health in general, with getting up, with completing regular tasks, with showering, with, you know, finding joy in my job. I I don't, I mean, there's not, there's not anything wrong with saying those things, with feeling those things. And there's nothing wrong with struggling ever in life. There's never anything wrong with that. But I feel like this year has really I, I, you know, I appreciate this year because I feel like more and more people are being able to talk more openly about mental health, struggling, giving yourself grace. And I definitely really appreciate that from just people in my inner circle that are starting to speak a little bit more freely of, you know, I'm, I'm really struggling because of, of this reason or that reason, but just wanted to, to tell you. I've been really proud to hear friends and family members who have never once spoken about mental health send me a message to say, hey, my anxiety is really high today. Like, Do you have any suggestions for me of what I could do? 
so super proud of that, of influencers really using their platforms to, you know, not just influence on what makeup products we should and shouldn't buy, what are the fashion trends, what books should we read, but really using platforms to inspire, motivate others, let others know, hey, like, it's okay to be down right now. Here are some ways that you can, you know, maybe we'll help you get through it. Um, so many people are using their platforms in such a positive way. Celebrities, athletes speaking out about it. It's, uh, I, I feel like that is such a positive that I'm taking away from this year. And I'm really grateful to see that. So I have been having a tough time. It feels, you know, kind of like goes in waves for me. There's some weeks where I'm like, okay, things are looking well. I'm positive. I'm getting up early. I'm doing my workouts. I'm eating well. I'm making my to-do list and crossing things off. Everything's fine. And then it's like one day it just comes to a screeching halt and I can't get myself out of bed. I don't see a point in showering. I stare at my planner, but I don't fill out my to-do list. I don't know what to do. I let my email stack up and then it just feels like it's so hard to crawl out of that hole, but you know, I do it and I do it every time. which is a good thing, of course. But it, so it's just so interesting because there's those weeks where things seem to be going well. And then there's weeks where things seem like I, I can't, I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. It has just been such a whirlwind um, of these past, what are we on nine months or something? It has definitely been a whirlwind. And not only that, but I've had a lot of things personally going on behind the scenes. I am, you know, really struggling with um, some medical stuff at, at the moment and trying to get a doctor to help me. And it's such a hard time because when I actually started going through these struggles in March, I kept saying, you know, oh, it's okay. I'll I'll put off my blood work. Like I had a bunch of blood work scheduled to happen um, right around the time that, you know, things were being canceled. Uh, talk of going into quarantine was coming up. Hospitals were starting to get overwhelmed. And I canceled my appointment because I said, well, you know, there's something more serious is happening right now. Like I, I don't need to get, this isn't life or death for me, right? I don't need to get this blood work right now. Everything is fine. Like I'll just wait until things calm down. And then, you know, clearly things did not calm down. So it actually wasn't until May that I started again. And um, was able to find another doctor and do some blood work, but I the results were you know just saying everything's fine, it's all good, and I'm like I just don't believe that I, you know I, I unfortunately I feel like I hear this quite a bit and it's uh, it's something that I'm struggling to talk about because I'm talking about a medical issue when there's you know there's a global pandemic at play. So it, it makes me feel very selfish to be like, I'm trying to get medical help when there's obviously such a bigger issue going on. So that's kind of a struggle not only to talk about, but it's a little bit of a struggle uh, mentally for me because I keep having these moments of, okay, I need to keep fighting for myself. You know, I hear people say that a lot. I went to doctor after doctor after doctor after doctor because I knew something was wrong until I finally found the doctor that listened to me and took me seriously. And that's how I feel right now. But then I, I feel terrible that I'm trying to get medical help. It's such a confusing situation to be in. And, you know, I know that that's definitely taken a toll on me. But, you know, that's just a little update there. I'm still continuing to 
look for a doctor. You know, sometimes I'll be like really um, amped up about my search and like, yeah, you know, I'm going to find someone. And then, you know, the thoughts of like COVID pandemic, hospitals overwhelmed. Um, Don't, you know, don't worry about yourself right now. If you're not, you know, literally like so sick and, you know, your life is, is in jeopardy, then you don't need to go to the clinic. But it's also like, how long should I keep putting off medical problems. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just a current struggle. So that's been happening. And then we get closer to holiday time, which has been a struggle in itself. Usually I do travel to see my family over Thanksgiving. I've been doing that the past several years now. And uh, I live in Iowa. My family lives in Alabama. My sister, her four kids, her husband, and my mom, they all live in Alabama. So I usually only get to see them one time a year over Thanksgiving. That's our one time of year we see each other. And we made the decision about two weeks, I think, prior to Thanksgiving, cases were starting to go up again. People were urging others not to travel for the holidays. And so I said, you know, we'll stay home and not visit. And that was a hard decision to make. Thanksgiving was not an easy day. I felt badly because I wasn't on social media much that day, but I just thought, I really don't know if I can handle seeing all of these people posting their family photos and their happiness and their food and just all of those things. (laughs) Felt really bad about it, but I really was not on social media on Thursday. I wasn't you know, liking other posts. I wasn't posting anything myself. I just knew that it was probably going to be better for my mental health to stay off that day. And sometimes I struggle with that too, because I feel like that sounds really selfish, but there's truly nothing selfish about putting your mental health first. There just, there just isn't. It's So we got through Thanksgiving, but of course the Christmas holiday is coming up. I do celebrate Christmas and All family gatherings have been canceled for that also on both sides, on my side, on my husband's side. And it's just, it's tough. It's so, it's so tough. Um, So I, I just know that the weeks leading up to Christmas and then especially Christmas Day, it's probably going to be a hard one. And of course, not just for me, but for so many people, so many people who are making the decisions not to see family and friends around the holiday time. I I mean, I've said this from the beginning, but no one is not affected right now. (laughs) No one is not affected by what's happening. And we're all just trying to do the best that we can and making it through. But uh, on on top of uh, everything, I do struggle with seasonal depression every year, which is very challenging when it gets so dark, so fast. There's days, I mean, we go days and even weeks without seeing the sun at all here in Iowa. It gets really cold, so it's harder to get outside. Even my dog starts to go stir crazy. So I'm just a little bit stressed because at least when we were going through this in the spring and summer, I was able to go outside and take my dog for a walk and go on trails and be in our garden and just sit outside and read a book. And now we're not going to have that going into this season. So I'll be honest, I'm worried. I'm worried about keeping it all together and staying positive and staying focused. But I know that I'm going to try my best and and give it my all. But I also wanted to be 
honest with this podcast. I know a lot of you listen to it for inspiration and motivation. So I've been really worried about making this particular episode because I don't want to seem too down. I don't want to make anyone else more fearful. But at the same time, I do want to be very honest. If I were to come on to say like, everything's going so great. Everything's going well. You know, I know it's still a hard time, but like, we're just getting through this. And I mean, I just don't really that's just not really my truth right now. So I did want to be honest, but of course I do also want to give some positives. When we were getting closer to December, I had a whole podcast idea in mind. I had all my notes written for it. I actually had, um, like sort of, sort of like a mental health calendar written out that I was going to urge people to do with me. And then kind of last minute I decided, I wasn't up for it, didn't want to do it, scrapped the podcast idea. But basically what it was kind of centered around was, you know, as we approach a new year, we start to make goals. I'm sure we all did this. Many of us did this at the end of 2019. I had a podcast about it, but about goals, you know, resolutions, uh, things that we want to achieve in the new year, personally, professionally, all of the things. And I really wanted to put that kind of energy into the month of December and really try to end 2020 the way that I was ending 2019. Optimistic, enthusiastic, positive, forward thinking. That is how I want to end my year. And that is still how I want to end my year. (laughs) Don't get me wrong there. Um, You know, I originally had it planned to be something bigger and have it be more of a community thing. And I really, you know, I always want to show up for my community. I always want to be someone that people can look to for that inspiration. It's, you know, obviously a driving force behind this podcast. But at the same time, I was also very self-aware that, you know, things weren't looking good on my end either. And I can't show up for other people if I'm not showing up for myself. So yes, I'm still making my healthy habits calendar that I do every single month. And yes, I'm still going to be, again, December um, just started for for me as I'm recording this uh, on the first, but I am still planning to do my absolute best in treating December 2020 like I did December 2019. And I'm going to do my absolute best to bring this year to an end in a positive sort of way. Um, I just have to really make sure that I'm doing it for myself. I'm showing up for myself, putting myself first, my mental health first. Um, But I really wanted to mention that in this podcast because even though I'm not doing quite as big of a shebang that I had originally planned and hoping people would come along with me and having videos every single day about it and having this calendar you could download. I mean, I put so much... (laughs) Uh, energy and effort into doing that, but then realized um, it wasn't going to be the best thing because I think the worst that could happen for me is that I would start to feel overwhelmed and not great and then not be able to show up daily when I said I was going to show up daily. So that's why I decided to take to take a step back from that, but I still wanted to mention it and to encourage you to you know have that mindset also as we end the final month in 2020. Um, maybe go back to the goals and resolutions that you wrote down for this year and see if there's anything that you think that you can still do in December or to take a 
you know, something that you had as a goal and cut it down into like tiny, tiny little pieces, like 10 little pieces and achieve one of those. Um, I'm all about breaking things down into little tiny pieces, little tiny achievable goals. So if you had something really big on your list, um, you know, try to see, is there a way that you can cut that down into little pieces and then just really focus on one thing throughout the month? That's what I'm going to be doing. Um, That's what I'm doing for myself. And it makes me feel not as overwhelmed, not as panicky. Um, It just makes me feel like it's more achievable. So that is how I'm planning to end my year. And you know what? I'm looking forward to it. I really am. The last week or so here has has been a tough one for me, but I will say that I I woke up yesterday morning. I try to start my Mondays off right. I try to wake up early. I try to you know, do my morning routine, do my workout, make my to-do list, really um, am focused on my day and what I want to achieve and coming into my office um, with good intentions and just feeling feeling calm. You know, I've talked about my morning routine in the podcast where I really have this hour, 90 minutes to myself before I start work. And it makes me feel not so like panicky and, ah, there's a million things to do. And what, what have I forgot? Like, what do I need to do today? It just, it really helps me to do that. So my, my morning routine, something that I've done for a while now, and it's really helped me out so much. But I try to start that off strong on Monday, every single week, waking up early, just getting things done, getting things planned, understanding what my week looks like. It really helps me out so much. So that's how I started Monday. Then we've rolled over. Now it's a new month. I'm flipping my calendar over. I'm excited about that. Final month of the year, you know, feels like a big deal. And I feel in such a better space than I have in the past eight, nine days, which is amazing. And I'm I am sure going to do my best to be holding on to those feelings. And I hope that you can find those feelings and I hope that you can hang on to them throughout the month. Um, I'm really, I mean, I'm crossing my fingers and my toes. I'm going to go ahead and like crisscross my hair into a little braid here so we can, you know, keep everything crossed to that. It will be a good month. But, you know, another thing that I thought of as a positive that I really wanted to mention in this episode is something that I'm not great at is giving myself a break. And I know that, and I've known that for years. I've had people in my life tell me, you do too much, you don't slow down, you take too much on, do you ever have a break? Are you ever not working? (laughs) And it's definitely a struggle as an entrepreneur, as a, a business owner, as someone who works in social media that never sleeps, as someone who works from home. So there's always an opportunity to be working. Our phones are now mini computers. We can do literally everything on our phone and we can hold it in our hands all day. Uh, yeah, no, it's really hard. It's really hard to disconnect. And I definitely used to be someone who would. I I would feel better, say I have my routine and say, I mean, there was a time on YouTube, I posted a new YouTube video every single day, seven days a week, new YouTube video for me. That was a few years ago. And there would be times where I was really busy and I didn't know if I could finish one or get something edited or filmed in time. But I was like, I'm going to feel more off my game out, like just, I'm going to feel worse if I don't get this video up rather than taking a day off and being like, you know what? It's okay. 
everyone's going to survive if you don't post a video one day. It would make me feel worse to skip that video. So I would work harder in order to get that video up because that's that was my routine. That's what I had to do. I have definitely learned to give myself grace in 2020. And that is a positive that I'm taking away from this year. And it's something that I'm definitely going to focus on in 2021 and beyond because I felt there were so many times starting in March (laughs) that I just, I felt so overwhelmed. There were so many times that I felt frozen. There were so many times where I would come into my office and just stare at the walls for an hour being like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what I'm supposed to be saying. I don't know what I'm supposed to be posting. I don't know how I'm supposed to be feeling. I just don't feel like I know what I'm doing. There there was so many times that that happened. And I had to tell myself, okay, you're frozen right now. You're overwhelmed right now. You need to take a break right now. Even if you don't have a YouTube video up today and you normally have one up, it's okay. People are going to understand. Even if you're not going to post on Instagram today, no one is going to miss your selfie. It is going to be okay. They will understand that you needed to take that day off from posting. And it was hard for me in the beginning. It definitely was. And I would do the things, I'm so sorry. I don't have a video today. I'm so sorry. I haven't been talking on Instagram stories. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But you know, I am not sorry for struggling. I don't want to be. I don't enjoy that, but I cannot be sorry for it. It's just, it's it's life. It's normal. It's going to happen. It is what it is. I don't need to then add all of this guilt on top of that also. I don't then need to feel like, okay, so I'm not posting a video today. So I'm, you know, giving myself grace. I'm giving myself a break, but then feeling like I have to go on social media saying I'm sorry 4,000 times. That's no, that's also not helpful. (laughs) That's not doing, that's not doing what I want to be doing. So I really tried. There has been so many times, and I still do it. I still find myself doing it because it's such a, like a natural reflex for me now. But there has been multiple times where I've caught myself saying I'm sorry or typing I'm sorry, and then I go back and I delete that clip and I film a new one or I hit that backspace button on saying I'm sorry, and I'm like, like no, you actually have to give yourself grace here. And that doesn't mean that you have to apologize because you're going through a rough time. So that's really been something that I've been trying to learn and um, just trying to give myself a bit more of a break. So that's truly something that has been a positive for me in this year because I feel like it's really forced me to understand what it means to take time for myself. Uh, It was actually a goal of mine that I had for 2020 was an emphasis on self-care, which sounds super funny considering, um, you know, then what happened with this year, but that was one of my goals. And something I said was, I want to get either a massage every month or a pedicure every month, something that's just for me and something that is going to force me to relax. And to me, I was really wanting to do more massages because that forces me to not be on my phone. When I get a pedicure, I'm not going to lie. Most of the time I'm either on my phone or I'm reading a book and I love reading. I mean, it's one of my first loves, one of my main loves, but I also do it for a job. 
the majority of books I read are for my blog. You know, I have an agreement with an author or a publisher that I'm reading this book to review it. So (laughs) reading while I love it, it is also a job for me. So I'm always doing like, I'm very rarely just sitting, enjoying getting a pedicure. So I thought if I could get a massage every month, I think that would be really great. And I did it in January and I did it in February. And then, you know, everything shut down in March (laughs) and then everything was shut down in April. And then we still had everything shut down in May. And I was like, well, that did not quite go as planned. But I was finding different ways to focus on my self-care. So yes, that was a goal of mine for 2020. Sure, it got a little derailed from my original plan. But I do still feel like I have put an emphasis into self-care throughout this year. And it's something that I want to continue to do for myself. So that's still going to continue to be... A, a, you know, I don't even know if I want to say like a goal of mine, but it's going to be a lifestyle that I want to lead. And this kind of goes back to my healthy habits calendar and what I was trying to do with that when I first started it in the summer of 2019 was I was trying to form a healthier lifestyle. But to me, it's very overwhelming to be like, I'm just going to change the way I live. I'm just going to change everything real quick. That's very, like, I don't understand. That's too overwhelming for me. So that's why I made this calendar in each day. I would just focus on one tiny thing and, you know, some of it was, you know, self-care or rewarding myself, but sometimes it had a community feel to it, checking in with friends and family. Um, Sometimes it had, you know, little goals of mine, like a house goal, cleaning out a closet, decluttering something, um, a financial goal. You know, I just finally am working on my retirement accounts because I don't really have all my ducks in a row that way since leaving a traditional job, what, seven years ago? That's not good. So. My healthy habits calendar, whenever I see financial goal on there, I'm like, all right, I got to make some phone calls. I got to try to look into IRAs. You know, I got to do something here. So it really helped me out with that. And I'm grateful for that because I've been able to see from the summer of 2019 that my lifestyle has been changing. I'm slowly actually making this a lifestyle. These little habits, such as waking up early and getting my workouts done. Um, the little habits from slowly changing how I eat. Um, I've definitely ate way better in 2020 than I have in many, many years. Uh, and I'm really proud of that. Um, but also just this emphasis on self-care. And when I see a day on my calendar that says reward yourself, um, I take that very seriously. And um, you know, I'll schedule a massage or a facial or a pedicure or whatever it may be that is what I feel like my reward should be. Maybe going to Cold Stone, getting some ice cream. I did that the other day because it said reward yourself. I had nachos and ice cream. That was how your girl rewarded herself, okay? (laughs) And I felt great. I felt great about that because I'm doing a really good job of eating more balanced, of eating healthier, of introducing better foods to me and better alternatives to me. But then I can have that day of just enjoying nachos and ice cream, not feeling guilty at all for it. It's on my calendar. I can reward myself. It's all good. It's great. I'm so happy about that. So, I mean, I I was really hoping that I could wrap this up on a positive note. But honestly, just even saying these things out loud, I feel so happy and so proud of what I have still managed to accomplish in 2020. And there's definitely times where I think, you know, I start to get a little down on myself. I didn't release a book in 2020, which is very odd for me. 
I have released a book every single year since 2011. This is the first year I have not put out a new book. So that's been hard for me. There have been multiple, um, I don't know, how would I say this, products, uh, events, just plans that were supposed to happen in 2020 that did not go through that I have put uh, so much time, years <laughs> into planning some of these things that you know went up in flames in 2020, which has been difficult. And sometimes I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did all of that and have nothing to show for it. Um, so that's been a tough time. But then I look at what what I have also accomplished this year and not just physical things that I can say that I have accomplished, but truly how I feel inside. That is what's making me so proud. I am finding a confidence in myself that I haven't had in a long time. I am trying new things and taking on items that I normally never would because I would just say, oh, I'm not good at those, so I'm not even going to try it. Right now, I am really proud of where I am at. I feel really good going into this final month. I am determined to make it a good month. I'm I'm sure I'm going to have bad days. I'm sure I'm going to have bad moments. But I'm also keeping that focus on ending the year the way that I ended last year. And that was in a positive mindset, forward-thinking outlook. That is how I'm determined to end this year. I hope that you will do the same. You know, maybe the end of 2019 wasn't the best for you. So you're like, hey, you know, that wasn't the best time for me. So if I'm going to end it that way, let's not. Let's still be positive. Let's still try to make it our goal to end this year the best way that we can. And it's going to look different for everybody. And just like I've been saying, you know, give yourself grace. (laughs) Take breaks when you need to. Take them off and take them if you need to. Remind yourself of the good things look back and find those positives that you've had throughout the month. Um, you know, I, I I can definitely see a lot of them. I see how people really stepped up for one another, for their neighbors, with all of these Zoom calls that we that we did. You know, Zoom, I don't know, Zoom has never been more popular, let me tell you. Um, just people looking out for one another. There was a lot of, you know, very selfless acts that were happening in 2020, which is such a great thing. Um, but I'm sure, I'm I'm sure that you have a lot of positives that you took away from this year and this whole quarantine experience also. And focusing on those can really be a great thing. So that's just really everything that I wanted to talk about for this episode. I wanted to share you know, this, that I haven't been doing the greatest. It's why the podcast hasn't been up every single week. Like it normally is because I've been trying to remind myself, um, you know, give myself some grace. The podcast is still a hobby for me right now. Um, I had started, I was in the works with having a few sponsors on the podcast and then I put a halt to them because I thought if I can't get to this every single week, like I want to, Um, if I'm going to have people sponsoring episodes, I I have to show up. It's a part of a job. It's a contract. I have to do that. And I just, I didn't feel like it was the right time to do that. So I paused that so I could still not put too much pressure on myself and still, you know, just be enjoying creating these episodes. I had some interviews lined up that I actually ended up canceling on my end because I just didn't feel like I was in you know, the positive mindset that I usually am. And I didn't want to bring on a guest who you maybe wouldn't have the best experience because of my, you know, outlook and just me struggling. I wanted to 
be able to interview people when when things were going really well. So I've had some interviews that I have rescheduled that will be that will be coming. I have a lot of interviews lined up. Um, I have a lot of authors lined up, which I'm really excited for because I know a lot of you tell me that you love hearing the the stories from authors and why they started writing and how they got into their publishing journey. So I have a bunch of those interviews coming up, some more YouTubers coming up, and I'm really looking forward to them. But I definitely wanted to do this solo episode and just check in and touch base. And of course, I would love to know how you guys are doing. You can always find me on social media um, and comment or DM, or I do also have the podcast email that you can email, startinspiredpodcast at gmail.com anytime also. So all of that will be listed in the show notes. But so as of right now, I'm planning to at least do every other Thursday. If I can get something up weekly, then that's great. But if you don't see a new episode from me on a Thursday, know that I will be back next Thursday. I can do a new episode every other week. I know that for sure. Um, But if I can get back on a weekly schedule, I think that would be amazing. If not, I'm, you know, letting myself know every other week is perfect also. I also wanted to say thank you so much for your support on this podcast. Just before I was sitting down to record, someone tagged me on Instagram and um, Spotify. I'm not sure if other places do it too, but I listen to podcasts on Spotify. So they have come out with the, you know, what have you listened to the most throughout the year? And someone tagged me that Start Inspired was her number one podcast that she listened to. And that just, oh, I'm probably going to start to cry, but that really gave me a lot of feelings. (laughs) It was just really cool to see. So yeah, I mean, if Start Inspired pops up for you on your most listened to, please tag me because... (laughs) Oh, it, it really means a lot that people enjoy this podcast so much and really do feel inspired from it, from my stories, from the guests that I bring on. And I really appreciate you listening. Of course, if you do have time to rate or review, if you can do that wherever you listen to podcasts or subscribe to the podcast, that's always amazing. But um, that's just my little update here. I hope that you're all doing well and keeping positive. And as we enter into the grand finale of 2020, and I hope that you stay positive and I hope that you stay inspired. (laughs) All right. That is it for me. Uh, I will be back. I think my next one is going to be with a new guest, or I might sneak another solo episode in here too and catch up on some past ones that I really wanted to record. But thank you for listening. And until next time. (laughs) 